Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Thrive Biz Chat. I'm Selena Guerrero, your host today. Uh, you know, when you become a service-based entrepreneur and you start having to have sales conversations, this topic of objections comes up. You learn what that is. And objections essentially are things that your potential client says to you in a sales conversation that kind of say, well, I'm really not that interested in hiring you and everybody hates them. But today I want to talk about the myth of the objection, the myth of the objection. This is the Thrive Biz Chat where I talk about what it really takes to run a thriving service-based business. I'm Selena Guerrero and I'm, I am the founder as well of the Thrive Sales Accelerator where I help service-based entrepreneurs get to the next level of growth beyond referrals. So let's start with what an objection is. It is, as I said, when people tell you thing on, things on sales calls that basically make it feel like they're not going to hire you. So things like um, the price is too high or that sounds like a lot of work or, um, uh, uh, you know, I'll have to get back to you. Right. These are like dreaded words. Like we just really it's like nails on a chalkboard. Right. Um, in my accelerator, I call them this. I have seven objections. I actually call them the seven trolls. Um, but I want to talk about this I, idea of objection, the myth of, of of this objection, this thing that. OK, a sort of a myth being sort of this false belief that everyone's bought into about what an objection is, especially if you come from a non-sales background and all of a sudden you're like, oh, objections. I know what that is. That's a really bad thing. OK, so I'm going to talk about three objections. The first being that objections are about you. Right. When somebody says, well, the price is too high, it feels like rejection, rejecting us, right? They, it, it feels emotionally like it, this is about, you know, this is all about me and, and they're rejecting me and I feel angry and I feel frustrated and I'm angry and I'm not going to meet my quota and I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. And it just becomes this thing that we inside of our, our cell, inside of our, our heads at the time feels like I'm being rejected, right? You know, when somebody breaks up with you and they say, it's not about you, it's about me. It's a little of that. Um, so let me, let me, let me clarify. So somebody says, you know, it's the price is really high and all of us or you know, this, I'm not sure this is a good fit or whatever that they're saying. And it feels awful, right? But if we can take a little pause, a little pause, and think about why are they saying that? Why are they saying that to me, right? And then you can use my all-time favorite phrase in sales that will save you every time, which is, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. And so... Once you ask the question, they might say things like, well, I'm talking to this other company and they do X, right? And so when they tell you why the reason behind this, quote, objection, you have an opportunity to talk about it more, right? So you can say things like, 
Oh, that's interesting. You know, actually we do, I didn't, not sure I have been, you know, really uh, had the opportunity to tell you we do that too, right? Or, you know, I understand that they do that. You know, one of the things I would think about is that for a company like yours, et cetera, et cetera, that may or may not, you know, help you achieve your goals, right? I mean, you have an opportunity to talk to them as a other human being about, you know, what's really going on. And so again, I, I, I just, I feel like objections are really just questions and concerns. I mean, this prospect is about to like potentially drop thousands of dollars and probably hundreds of hours of their time. Like, of course they're going to have concerns and questions and they're going to need to tell you things that are on their mind so that they can get validation back from you to know if you're the right provider for them. Okay. So this idea that we should like objections are like things that shouldn't exist and we should eradicate them from the planet. It's just not true. They, people need an opportunity to share their concerns. Okay. And so the myth really there is that like, it's about you being rejected. It's actually not. Okay. It's really about them doing what they need to do to make sure that they're making the right decision for their business. Right. And if they're putting up barriers, you can say, tell me more about that. And that opens up this wide open opportunity for you to come in and talk about it more, right? And get better clarity. All right. So that's sort of myth number one. Myth number two is that objections are the problem in your business, in your sales pipeline, in your sales process. But objections are not the problem, right? Objections are symptoms of the larger problem, of other problems. Okay. It's like, it's like that I have sniffles. That is a symptom of having a cold, right? I mean, of, of being sick, right? And so objections, when they happen, they're just there. They don't have, there's no moral, you know, there's no more. Maybe that's not the right word. They're, they're, they're not in and of themselves a problem. What I mean to say is that the reason that people are giving you objections in the sales call is because probably you didn't do enough, the right kind of work before you got on the sales call. Okay. So if you've been clear about who you serve, you wouldn't have gotten that person that you actually don't help. If you had been clearer about the value and the results you provide, they wouldn't be questioning your ability to help them achieve the goal, right? And I mean, perhaps you were so interested in getting the sales call to me, you know, to try to just get somebody on the call. Um, you know, they're not even a good prospect. And so, of course, they're going to they're going to have, you know, a reaction, which is like, I'm not sure this is the right fit. And that's happening because the marketing wasn't clear. Your sale, your, you know, your exchanges before the sales conversation weren't clear. Um, I mean, applications are a great way to kind of vet some of the, the, the alignment between you and your prospect. So maybe that hadn't happened. Okay. So objection, objections are a symptom. Um, they're not really the problem. And that goes pretty deep, right? 
that goes really deep when you think about it, right? It's like, oh, okay. They're saying these things, but maybe some of that should have been addressed before you were into a sales conversation. The purpose of the sales conversation is really to get fit, to get kind of final fit because, you know, in, in a lot of cases, I think, you know, people should be like 75% plus there ready to hire you, right? Before you get on a sales call. Now that's different for every business, but my point is, is that a lot of things should have been, um, you know, if a lot of things had already been, if you'd been putting out the right information to attract the right client, then you, you're going to just run into those objections, those questions, those concerns less in the call itself. Okay, so myth number three. You know, myth number three is that like there's some magic formula to overcoming objections, right? You know, it's like how to overcome objections. Like, I mean, I guess I have a little issue. I guess I should back up and say I have a little issue with the word objection anyway. Like, and I've said this before and I will say it again. You know, objection is like something in a court, right? It's like I object, <laughs> you know, it's very aggressive and it's like, you know, you know, you're when you when we use the word objection, it's like I'm objecting to you. I'm rejecting you. I am saying no. And I think that if with that sort of mindset, it feels like we're up against someone in a battle when we're on a sales call. And so that's really why I don't even like the word objection, which is why I'm trying to break down the myth of this big thing in the room, right? It's just like, it's not this big, scary, awful thing that, you know, like dragons you have to slay, you know, it's just questions and concerns. And so, you know, okay, so let me back up. So myth number one is that like, they're rejecting you. It's like, no, they're protecting them, their interests because they want to make the right decision. Number two is objections to the problem. They're not the problem. They're a symptom of a misalignment of what's of communication before the sales call. And then myth number three is that there's some magic formula for overcoming objections. This actually goes to sort of like this idea of like, I don't know how to close or like, oh, he's such a great closer or she's such a, she really knows how to overcome objections. It's like, it's not some magic, right? I mean, you're not going to do some magical manipulation and hypnotize this person into changing their mind entirely, right? Um, if you just see those objections as like, questions and concerns, then what do you do? You address them. Tell me more about that. Oh, okay. Well then let's, let's, let's have that conversation. Right? So for example, if they say, well, you know, it's just a really a lot of money, you know, then maybe you, you can reinforce all of the results and the outcomes that you've delivered for your prior clients, right? Really giving them confidence that like, I understand that it's this amount of money, but the results and the outcomes that you're going to get based on history that I've, of, of how I've worked with other clients is going to be threefold. Like you're going to save more money. You're going to save more time. You're going to, you know, reduce your frustrations, whatever that is, right? Whatever those levers are. If they say, well, you know what, whatever you're describing, I tried that and that did not work last time. You know, that just like, I don't know, that just sounds like more of what didn't work. And so then you have an opportunity to describe how your servants actually is different. Like, well, why didn't it work? Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I think what happened probably there is this, but the way that my service is designed is we're addressing that problem. 
you know, in this way, right? I got you, right? Like, I know what you're talking about. I've been there. I've been down this road probably more than you have been because I'm an expert in this field. And let me explain to you how we, part of our service already takes that into account and we can address that, right? If they say, well, you know, God, that sounds like a lot of time investment. You can explain to them, again, how your service is delivered so that their time involvement is, is kept to a minimum, right? Like, that's not anything crazy or magical, right? You're not putting a spell on these people, right? It's just a conversation and you're just trying to explain, you know, you're trying to show how your service can help them achieve their goals. And it's like, you know, I say, you know, you can't solve a problem that you do not understand. So when they say these, what were called objections, right? These concerns and these questions like, wow, that seems like a lot of money. That seems like a lot of time. Like, I don't know, we did that already. You understand the problem better and then you can respond to it, okay? You cannot solve a problem that you do not understand. So objections really are just windows into where you, the head is for, you know, where the, the, the thoughts of this prospect and they give you a, wide open opportunity to get, have a deeper conversation. Now, it may be at the end of that conversation, they're not the right fit. But again, I really encourage you, the listener here, to think about objections, you know, not as a rejection of you, not as something you have to have a magical power to be able to sort of overcome and I, and I also think you should realize that objections are not the problem. They're a symptom of something else. And basically that they're wide open opportunities for you to understand this prospect better, build more rapport, get inside their heads to really help them work through the problem, right? Imagine that you already, they already hired you. Act as if they're already your client, right? Talk to them like that so that they understand and they trust that all the things you're sharing are going to give them trust that you actually are going to deliver on what it is that you are uh, saying you can deliver. So do not be afraid of the word objection. It's the O word, but it's about opportunity, right? The O word is here is opportunity, not objection. That's what I have for you today. Remember, if you're interested in learning how to um, systematize your marketing and sales and getting beyond referrals, I run the Thrive Sales Accelerator. You can find that at thrivesalesaccelerator.com. And if you want to know five ways to generate leads, you can go to lead, uh, sorry, leadgen5.com, find some more information there. And you can always message me wherever you find me. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye.